episode 86 of the BizTalk with Bill Roy podcast. This podcast was created because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. We're always excited to talk about new ventures. We're always looking for the next big thing from Wichita. This could be it. It's breaking news from High Touch Technologies CEO Wayne Chambers and SASNEC President John Rolfe. They got together to create a new company around restaurant point-of-sale software, more accurate orders, faster service, and potentially bigger profits for the companies that use it. They made the big announcement last night at Startup Grind, and they describe here on the podcast details of how the deal came about, what the new software does, and what their expectations are. We'll talk about that software called Nigel in a minute. We lost a member of the Business Journal family this week. Managing editor Bill Wilson died Wednesday. It was the end of a two-year fight against cancer. There were times he was uncomfortable, frustrated, and frankly in pain. But when he was able to come to work, which was most of the time, he was a great writer, editor, and friend. He loved the little leaguers he taught, who knew him as Coach Bo. He loved his family. He loved his Burton family. He loved baseball and the Oklahoma Sooners. Bill was at times loud, opinionated, passionate, and a great guy. I knew Bill for nearly 30 years. We'll miss him. Some notes about the weekly edition. The big story this week, Wichita's need for a new convention space. We've written about the effort to figure out the future of Century 2 in the performing arts venue. But what about convention space? Reporter Brian Horwath reports on how Wichita's convention facilities put us at a disadvantage when trying to compete for conventions. They have a solution in mind, some leaders do, but no way to pay for it yet. That's on page 10. This week we spent 10 minutes with Michael Levens. He's the new president of the Medical Society of Sedgwick County. We've got leads. I see a $15 million building permit pulled by Crosslink Construction for work to be done at the Air Capital flight line. Six companies or individuals face federal tax liens. We've got new lawsuits, real estate transactions, and state tax warrants. Look for that and more on page 16. Back with our breaking news about a new partnership between Wayne Chambers and John Rolfe, right after this. Welcome to BizTalk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Here we are with Wayne and John uh, telling us a little bit about a new venture that they have going. Uh, Basically, guys, just describe this for us. What exactly have you guys come up with? Well, really, um, Wayne and uh, and I, uh, through friendship, started talking about our businesses, and uh, we decided to launch a point-of-sale company. Uh, inside the restaurant industry that for the non-restaurant person is the uh, device in which your order is taken on and processed back into the kitchen and then there's all kinds of things you can do in and around that Um, and it's a tablet-based cloud-based software as a service model so it's really cutting edge as far as what's coming into this space Um, and it's been really fun to work together to to put something with the technical know-how of high touch and the restaurant know-how of uh, Sasnac and to push it forward into the space. What you're talking about basically is when my family goes to Applebee's, uh, there's a little tablet there mm-hmm. and we 
poke in our order. We, we, we have a wait person now, right? Well, so this is more geared towards what the wait staff is using at this point. Okay. There'll be a kiosk element that will launch into it. But the way that people will view it to this point is if you go into um, one of the Carlos Kelly's here in town or right. homegrown, you'll see the server has a tablet. And they're actually on the fly putting the order in what typically happens in the restaurant space is the order writes it down if you're lucky on the right. piece of paper or they try and show off by memorizing it right. and then they take it back to a computer and oftentimes they stop at two or three tables along the way they put it in uh they get it right probably 80 percent, 90 percent of the time putting it into the computer after that and it's an extra three or four minutes before you get your food so from a guest facing standpoint what's happening is that order is being put in accurately at the table being sent in and your server's actually not feeling the pressure to run back to a computer they can stand there and talk to you more and make sure they're getting everything right so it's really something very positive for the guests as well as for the business side too so there's that customer facing front of house type of, of situation but there's also uh utilization back of house as well back That's in correct. the kitchen and, and yeah so, forth. so something unique that we've done um is uh wayne's team was able to write what's called a KDS. It's called a kitchen display system. And what it does is it takes, uh, as an order comes in, um, and let's say you get um, uh, you know, pancakes and eggs at homegrown. Then it sends the pancakes to the pancake station and the eggs to the egg station. They show up and they show how long that they've been taken to prepare. And you can know if you're behind or in front and what's going on. Um, and it all shows up. And there's really only one major player in the restaurant space that does that. And so this is another opportunity, again, for us to disrupt being both the point of sale and the KDS inside the space. Wayne, did, where did your company's expertise come in on this? Obviously, uh, you guys write software for lots of different industries. Well, as, as we've talked in the past, you know, high touches genesis is through software development. So uh, we have been able to successfully write point-of-sale software or customer-facing software. We've been able to support that software over the years. So when John's team uh, came to us and said, we want to proactively take a look at our uh, tools that we have to use in the restaurant business to further our business and, and to actually become more innovative. We chatted about that for a little bit, and the reliance then was to take what we've learned over the last 25, 30 years and put that in a new industry. We traveled, our teams traveled with his teams, went to different shows, we watched and saw how different softwares worked in the industry saw where some of the uh, deficiencies were at, where some of the opportunities were at. And from that, working with his team, who are the business experts, then we put together a team from the IT standpoint and said, if you want this sort of software, here's how we would approach doing that. And so then that became pretty exciting. So we just simply said, well, let's join forces um, straight up and let's do something that's pretty uh, evolutionary for the restaurant business that's disruptive to some respects and take it even forward from there. So what John has described so far is just the basics. We've got on the roadmap over the next year or two some pretty cool stuff when it relates to the customer experience in the restaurant space. Uh, pay at the table, uh, order on the, in your car on your way, you know, things like that. So. Uh, it's, it's pretty exciting to know that we can team up, and this is an example where the business has teamed up with technology to create something uh, that most technology companies 
uh, when they're developing software, assume they know what they're developing. Right. But they very, very seldom get with the business side of it to create something that's useful and beneficial to to the business and to uh, to the customers that they're serving. Describe how your experience and your folks' experience at High Touch translated into this area. Had you done restaurant before? No, no, we hadn't. So uh, for us, it was basically taking. Uh, as we did many years ago with another point-of-sale system, it just took a, a blank piece of paper, uh, spent quite a few hours, uh, our team spent quite a few hours, we did hire some folks to, to do that, specialty folks, and sat down and went through a whole business uh, analytics type process to document what those processes and what those business rules and what that logic needed to be and then uh, created a team around it on our side that collaborates with his folks uh, on a weekly, daily basis almost, and uh, uh, just started writing from a blank piece of paper. It's like taking a big chief tablet, if you will, right? and taking a big pencil, and this is what we want to create. And we started the creative process uh, working very closely with his team. And again, you've done software for, describe what you've done, lots of industries, right? Uh, we have, uh, we, we currently, are, uh, our, our genesis was actually in the rent-to-own space, mm -hmm. and uh, that software was developed, uh, started, we started developing 30, 35 years ago, and it now serves the rent-to-own space uh, on a national basis, an international basis. Uh, we've also been into healthcare. Uh, we do some medical records work and some software that's working for medical records. We have district court software that we help with serving um, oh, pay systems for district courts when they're trying to track uh, some of the needs that they have. So yeah, we've applied that proce those processes uh, in a number of cases, and this just happened to be one that's pretty excited. The restaurant business. Uh, that we found out uh, when we look at it is very fragmented. There's a lot of players, some big players, some small players, but there's really no players that can take the whole concept and put it together so that a restaurant has one point of sale system that basically encompasses most everything they need to do. Now what you got to do in the restaurant space is you have to buy different softwares, put it together, and you you for lack of a better term, you, you cobble up uh, the, the programs that you need to run your business. You hope that they talk to each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so our, our vent on this, or our, our purpose, is try to provide John's team in the beginning something that is kind of like one-stop shopping, where he's got all the, the goods and services he needs in a software package to serve his business. And then if it serves him well, we, we intend on taking it into the restaurant space from there. Well, let's go back to the beginning. How did this all start? You kind of alluded to it a few minutes ago, but how did this start? When did you start talking about it, and how did those discussions go? Um, Wayne and I have both been civically involved for a long time and have gotten to work together on a variety of projects, and in many ways, Wayne became a mentor and very good friend of me. Um, beyond that, he's a guy you could always go to and talk about, hey, you know, this is what's going on from the business and where we're at and have you seen this before and what ideas do you have? And he was always so generous with his time and his experiences and all that. And so uh, our business over the last few years has turned way more uh, uh, into something that looks probably like a startup or feels like a startup inside. We're spinning out concepts. We're leaning in um, than something that's been around for four decades like Sasnac has. Right. 
And so there's a lot of changes going on inside the restaurant space, uh, mainly around the, the labor model and um, how things are processed. And so the restaurant world was designed in a time where there wasn't this kind of technology. I mean, when Carlos O'Kelly's was formed in 1981, you'd write it down on a ticket, attach it to a clothespin and pull the string. <laughs> and that's how the ticket go into right. the kitchen, right? It's changed a lot since then. And we're sensing another major change. And we were looking at our point of sale, uh, which was very common. There's about three or four large players and it was about $180,000 to upgrade our system. And it wasn't going to be that much better. And so we started looking at the new players that were these cloud-based systems, software as a service, which means you're paying a monthly subscription instead of this huge upfront cost. And uh, there weren't people that could handle groups of our size. They were be able to handle one restaurant at a time. They were designed that way. And so we talked to Wayne and his team, and it just was one of those, you know, I think it was over a lunch at Carlos O'Kelly's. 2016 or so? Yep, yep, in 2016. And I said, Wayne, what would you think? I mean, would this be something we could ever do together? And I think the light bulb clicked for both of us pretty quick that it was uh, could really end up being a great marriage. And it's, it's ended up being even better uh, than I think we could have imagined because of our company cultures are very similar. Um, people uh, on our teams have similar values and work ethics and all that. And so... I mean, we've melded together very well as we've worked on this project. How long did it take to develop the software from that big chief pad that you're talking about to actually getting it into homegrown and using it? Well, I think probably way faster than Wayne's team initially thought. We <laughs> yeah. we formed this the, the company in September of 16, and uh, we're starting to work it out. And the original plan was to roll it into Carlos O'Kelly's, make sure it worked, did everything we wanted to, and then sell it into the marketplace. Well... Uh, in the middle of that, in December, near the end of December of 16, is when we decided to launch Homegrown. Right. And that started ramping up in January, February. And as we began to understand what that brand was going to be, we knew the tablet and all that that was was where we wanted to go. And so we made the request of Wayne's team, you know, can we hurry it up? We know it won't be perfect, <laughs> but can we put it into Homegrown when we launch? And so, you know, our team was amazing. They, they launched a concept that no one had ever run before with a point of sale and technology as the backbone of it that no one had ever run before. It was a major risk, but that showed the kind of confidence we had in Wayne and his team and, and really just, again, how agile our two groups are. I mean, not usually at a restaurant opening do you have two or three coders sitting in a booth in the corner the whole time. I mean, I think they went 72 hours without sleeping as they were fixing bugs and wow. keeping it going. And uh, it's really uh, tell it speaks to what, what this has been like as we've worked together. So how'd it go those first few days? Um, you know, we had a, the, we did a test run with some friends and family a couple of days before, and there was a, a big outage, which was actually a good test for our crew to do uh that but fortunately found a big problem it was a little bumpy uh nothing too crazy uh that that hurt our business you maybe gotten slower tickets than you normally would have or there were some you know uh, i think when we're closing out servers things like that there were things that we had to to tweak and figure out but that was the idea this the whole whole time was hey we know it won't be perfect but this is going to show us the things we need to focus on first and inside the the software as a service world it's called eating your own plate um, which is kind of fun in the restaurant business too, mm -hmm. which is, you know, designing it into the real world, into what you're doing. And then, you know, it's something that work when you go out and sell it. And that's what we think is so unique. Uh, one about this product in the marketplace is it's not just a bunch of tech guys trying to make money in the restaurant space um, or solve a problem. Right. It's restaurant people working with 
tech people, really great tech people to uh, dream not only about what can service the space, but what can help transform the business. When we have breakfast at Homegrown, this is a system that's being used now? Correct. At what point do you have it in your other restaurants? It's rolling out. It's in the process of rolling out now. So we're uh, two of the three Carlos Kellys in town uh, today, and we're planning the rollout across the rest of the Carlos system here over the next month or two. And um, it's going really good. And we've started selling to uh, companies outside of, of just the Sasnac empire, so to speak. And so it's uh, being it's what's used in Molino's Taqueria right now, and we've got about three or four other bids out. We've just started now that we feel like we have a minimally viable product. So that, that brings me to this isn't just something that Wayne's folks created for John's folks. This is a business venture, and uh, talk about that relationship. You've created a company, and uh, you're hoping to scale it and grow it moving forward. Yeah, so uh, from a business perspective, the the first priority is to make sure that John's businesses and Carlos uh, or any other restaurant venture that he has, uh, like Homegrown, are served and served well. Because uh, uh, not only was it in Homegrown a new concept with a new point of sale system written from a big chief tablet, but he also <laughs> had brand new staff right. that had never been in a restaurant before, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And I had staff that sat alongside his staff that had never been in a restaurant before writing POS as they were fixing things. You know, right. it's kind of like riding your bike and fixing it at the same time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so uh, kudos to his team as well because uh, they were just champions and um, it, it all worked very well. But the concept is to make sure that we have a minimally viable product and it's being tested, fortunately enough, with John and, and the relationship we have. Um, you know, the conversations go daily on what needs to be done, what's next, what's on the, uh, what's what should be next on the on the approach that we take, what's right with customer facing, what's good with the servers and the kitchen staff and all that sort of thing. So once we get that done, and we anticipate that'll be done by March 31st, uh, I think that's a fair date to state then we're pretty uh, sure that we can take that to other locations, multiple unit locations and stuff. That doesn't mean that we're gonna not work on it because we're gonna continue to work on an improvement, but that means it'll be ready for anybody in the restaurant space that potentially wants to use it. We see uh, between John's and and me and and his team and our team, we see that it can be a hugely disruptive uh, point of sale system, uh, restaurant system in that space, and and what we're what we're learning as technologists, what we're learning is there's a lot more to restaurant business than one. You just don't go in and sit down and order right. your food and here it comes and it's great food and you pay and go away. There's right. a lot of stuff that goes on inside of that. So we're adapting to that, and we think we can provide a great uh, package to anybody that that wants to take. Nigel up and, and use it in their system. And Nigel is the name of the yeah. of the software that you've created and the company that you've created? Well, it, Nigel is actually the name of the software. Okay. We, we just have inherently now started calling everything Nigel right, r- right. related to the restaurant business. But Nigel is a penguin, a uh, very uh, distinct penguin. It <laughs> looks like a Got a little tuxedo on, and, 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 you know, the tagline or the motto is ready to serve, like you would expect somebody in the restaurant business. When a server comes up, they're ready to serve right. uh, the clients. So 
uh, we think it's a good a, a good symbol of what we're trying to achieve. And they got their tuxedos on all the time. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so is this this is a separate company altogether. It's not a subsidiary of one of your companies. This is, is a correct. joint venture. It's a joint venture. Yeah. It's it's actually uh, a fifty fifty partnership, if you will. It's an LLC that we formed. Uh, it's got a legal name, of course. It's not Nigel, but it's got a legal name. Nigel itself uh, is going through all of the uh, hoops to, to be recognized in the legal world, uh, currently speaking. And so we just literally formed um, a 50-50 partnership. It's an LLC, and, um, you know, we manage it together, and, um, and, and it's working very well. At this point, do you have to have a separate staff and executive team for this new company? Um, we've, we've both from an executive level been pitching in with folks and, and right. team members. We've had to hire individual programmers, um, to, to help program this. I think that's probably the right. ramped up. There's a seven or eight member programming team that's working on this thing full time. And as it scales, then we'll start building out the company around it. But it's been, uh, you know, like I said, because there's a high level of trust, um, if our director of IT, Brian Houchin, needs to hop in and, and spend a week working on Nigel only, then we're willing to do that. And if uh, members of his team need to uh, put more energy focus on us, they do it, and it all just works out. And we, we trust each other that we know where the real game is um, and the upside. And we just hope this can be another great Wichita story. Absolutely. Uh, quickly, you are also an Applebee's franchiser. Can you use this system in Applebee's? That's a national system, I would imagine. It's different. Yeah, but you know, like most uh, companies inside of the restaurant space, Applebee's even right now is evaluating their point of sale options. It's just changing. Um, what's happened is those old old ones are all written on old code, and as they try and modernize. Uh, bolt on to that old code, something breaks inside, takes forever to fix it. Plus the pricing models are, are not great. Right. We're in it. You know, we want the restaurateurs to actually save money using this. We want the guests to have better experience. Our servers, uh, that we've put it in are making more money when you have one with a pad and paper with the same size booth on one side of the restaurant, one with the tablet on the other side, they're making uh 20% more in tips and then wow. I am able to see more tables cause it just, is a better experience for everybody. So there's a lot of upside, a lot of hope. Um, the restaurateurs that are seeing this are really liking it. Um, so we're pretty positive right now. 2018 just came to an end. Where do you want to be at the end of 2019? You know, it's it's interesting to think about how this may scale out. It may uh, be something where we find a lot of folks with one restaurant or five or 10 restaurants and the, that's how it begins to scale out. But we designed this thing, something that's different, like I mentioned earlier, is we designed this with enterprise in mind, right? Right. Um, and so we're able to go pitch the 300, the 2,000 unit chains as a legitimate option. And so if we can land two or three uh, large chains like that and help um, a lot of smaller chains as they're trying to grow, um, I think that'd be a great mix. And so if we can be in anywhere from you know, 300 to 500 restaurants by the end of this year, we'd be real happy with that. Right. Yeah, and I think part of our research, Bill, um, and John can help me with this number, in this, the, the, there's a number of spaces within the restaurant business. There's casual dining and all of those definitions. And really the two spaces that he uh, works in with Carlos and Applebee's um, kind of define where we're starting at. And when you do the research, and John can help me with this number, I think there's something like 600,000 locations in the U.S. that serve in that space. Mm -hmm. So 
it's not unreasonable to think that if we do our job correctly uh, and the partnership that we form not only serves his business and does it in a phenomenal way and, and gives his, his customers a great experience and his staff a great experience that others will see the same thing and that we can really, uh, uh, from Wichita, dip in to that large, you know, $600,000 $600, location restaurant space. Uh, that would be a really cool thing. Probably won't happen by the end of the year, but uh, there's no reason that we can't think big and, and make it happen over yeah. time. You never know. It may be the next big thing out of Wichita. Nigel, the software for restaurants ready to serve. The Penguin is ready to go, and uh, it is a new company formed by Wayne Chambers at High Touch Technologies and John Rolfe at Sasnac. Good luck to you. Thanks for sharing your story, and uh, we'll be writing about it. Brian Horwath will have a story on Friday uh, as this uh, podcast comes out uh, about this uh, this new company that's uh, here in Wichita. Good luck, guys. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business. Your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week. We're up to episode 86. Reporter Brian Horwath has a story on Chambers and Rolf's new company. It's on our website. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.